I ordered something, it took a while This morning something was on my doorstep What's this I'm holding? Time capsule order Cause I'm a brand new man And I don't think I want it I don't think I want it A row of flags hanging behind me A garden of mics and crashes and Wake out there in the park, farm. Where are we at? This is the poor man show. I don't know what episode this is. Do you guys? I don't remember. Oh, Four, yeah, you don't have a computer. I don't have a computer. I don't have drops. But, um, all we have is bug spray and a bullhorn. This, for those that don't know, is called Poor Man Show. It is a podcast about uh, the worst toilet humor you've ever heard, and it features Brett Vanat, who is way smarter than anybody that should be on the show. Wow. Well, it's great to be here. Way to talk. <laughs> Okay, you know what? We this have to say this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little spent, but I, I know I just need a few minutes, and it's I'll officially be rolling podcast. just fine. What needs to be said? The reason this is so out of the ordinary is because this is a live show, the first live show we've done, and I can't remember how long, probably about two years mm-hmm. since we were last at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Festival. We did are we do here. a show there? Once again, we did, but that. not really live. Like We just kind of did one, and people, I think, wandered. People Somebody, were curious. Yeah, people heard voices, and they uh, they got too close. But this time, it's very uncomfortable. There are people sitting in chairs staring right at us. It's fucking awful. We're, we're at, lit. Yeah, we're, we're actually in a tent lit. with lights. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It seems Before awkward. this started, I loved all of you, and right now, I fucking hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, um, coming to this festival, it's really nice, because I'm so used to talking to Puke and Brett, and when I talk to them, there's a lot of eye-rolling and a lot of, you know, move it along, change the subject, let's Scoffing. stop talking about you. But I come here, and I talk about me, and people actually listen. I don't think they're actually interested. I think they're pretending, but they're really good at it. Yeah, it's called being polite. It's yeah, what it's, happens when you don't know people. It's really, really nice, and it's a, really, it's a real honor to be able to just sit down in a chair somewhere and strike up a conversation with somebody I barely know or a total stranger, and they're kind of interested. And it's an honor to be around all of these people. And the biggest honor of all... <laughs> In comparison... Yeah, to what I'm used to. But the biggest <laughs> honor of all is being at the same campground as the uh, the kidnappers of Gretchen Whitmer. Have you guys met these people over there? No. With their tent and their flags? <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I didn't know I'd meet celebrities when I came here. It's fantastic. It's the first thing I saw when I showed up. Most of them are FBI agents. That too. I heard that yeah. in the news. They're both. They can be one and the same. Yeah. But I appreciate all of their efforts. I feel like that governor needs to be put in the ground. Oh, geez. There's a whole bunch of stuff we need to edit out of this <laughs> show. This is the wrong setting. What is, we what say do you at mean? Gretchen Whitmer. They had us at Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping. When I go camping. Then you say, uh I call it going into the ground. I just meant camping. I don't know what you thought. 
I just thought like digging a pool that's in the ground, maybe, you know, uh, foxholes. I used to go into the ground in foxholes in the army. I generally like to wait to name the show until like the end of the first half or in the second half. But I think uh, the name of this one is just Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's get it over with. Really? Not the kidnapping. Our careers. (laughs) Um, So just for context, because people will possibly listen to this as a podcast, there is a very large tent at the rear of the open area of this campground, which is actually a private person's farm. And this group of people that I don't know, we none of us know for sure, have set set up this tent and they put Prussian flags uh, out in front of the tent. Yeah. We talk about Prussia all the time. That's where my family came from. Yeah. We have characters that are from around that area. Uh, I've dealt with Prussia a lot in my other work. Uh, they're big they're fans of that school. Heavily, heavily armed, right? And that's just something that has never worked out for people. Heavily <laughs> armed. <laughs> we see Prussian flags and then a bunch of guns behind them. But that's what's over there, and it's really intriguing. And I went over there on a couple of fact-finding missions and didn't feel like I found out much. I felt like they just wanted to kind of fuck with me. They so, do they seem kind of like trolls. Like, the guns don't make me nervous. It's the mentality of the person who walks around like that with a gun and flags. Just okay. makes me a little worried. Yeah, there, yeah, there is a kind of a troll thing. Because I was like, what is this all about? And then I had to start naming things that people shouldn't know about. Are you guys like this? Are you guys like that? And uh, I didn't get many clear answers. But I'm intrigued. And I've got a couple of days left to find out. I take it I'm probably the only person up here who's interested in finding out more about this? Oh, probably. Yeah, you yeah. can find out more. I just want to stay away. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're only here to make the square guy uncomfortable. Right. A square guy? Yeah, it's me. Oh. Are you a square or a Jew? Both. Okay. Oh. I wonder if that's what I looked like like 10 years ago when I was yes. at Porkfest carrying guns around. Yes. Oh, shit. I was one of them. <laughs> well, this was I also explain my, yourself. I, yeah, I wrapped myself in Prussian flags and guns, and I was I just thought it was um, it made me happy as my heritage. I didn't realize there was historical context. In a semi-related story... Is that a bomb? There's Shit. something beeping. More Damn things it. that we can say. It's like but. every problem. Uh, I don't know. I hope if I turn it away, it'll be fine. Oh, I might have a lead. I can't say too much, but I might have a lead on a toilet. On a toilet? I can't say any more than that. Uh, Someone's going to lead you to the toilet? So what happens inside are, the toilet? We've, bathroom stuff might have come up on the show in the past, and mm. I was just like... Don't love porta potties, you know. We are place. at a campground. I mean, we are we, at a campground, which explains why I'm wearing the exact same clothes as yesterday. Now, you guys have a toilet that you're what? sharing. No, you're sharing a toilet at a offsite uh, accommodations. Oh. oh, yeah. So I have no excuse for wearing the same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm excited about that possibility. I will say that the porta potties here are very nice and clean. Mm. I have seen much worse porta potties in my life. And I will not complain about the ones here, and you should not either. No, I'm not. I'm not. I would never complain about anything here. I haven't even gone inside one. <laughs> Where do you do things then? Yeah, that's that's a question. You just hold it in until it like comes out your eyes, or you just don't even need to go. Yeah, it's weird. You just don't drink fluids. I tried earlier. 
failed. What, peeing outside? No. Oh, you tried to do... I drove back to the Airbnb to poop. And couldn't? Didn't. <laughs> oh, wow. That Stage is fright. one of the worst things when you make a trip because you're in a place... I scheduled an appointment and a poop meant. <laughs> you're, you're in a place, you know it's never going to happen here. No. You go to another place. Yes. And then your brain says to poop. your butt, remember when you were at that other place? How you felt? Now you're going to feel that way here. And you just sit there. Yep. You're like, this is the worst use of my you time. play some Sudoku... And nothing happens. Hey, we promised poop humor when we <laughs> warned you when this started. You know, just before the show, I was in the porta potty taking a pee, not a poop. And uh, I just thought, you know, this is kind of a clean porta potty, and there's one right next door to it. We could have porta potty man show <laughs> from in there. Yeah, if we, we just we run can the interview cables. whoever's next door. Oh, like a confessional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, somebody sits down to use the bathroom, and then a microphone just comes through a hole. <laughs> Right at their head height. It comes up from underneath. Yeah. <laughs> that needs a name. Someone who isn't me just hides below. A professional? <laughs> no, a you're you're in a bathroom. So imagine this. Imagine this. You're in a bathroom stall. Something comes through a hole. It needs a name. All right. <laughs> we'll get a mic into the audience soon to help us out, I'm sure. When I go into porter potties, I look at all of the... Uh, the structure of the plastic porta potty, and I go, my God, what kind of mold does it take to make this? Because mm. I'm in manufacturing, and I think of these <laughs> horrible, stupid things. Um, when I was in the army, have I told a story where I filled a wall with all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy in Afghanistan on a porta potty? In a porta, oh, yeah. that's a bad. I carried a marker with me, and every day that I or thought twice you swallowed it go, into your arm with a knife. I did eight. Uh, no, uh, that was FTA. Fuck the army. I found out you can scratch, you know, your skin real lightly, and then in two days you got like a, a nice little uh, cut there. And at some point, Sergeant Major saw it, and that ended poorly. That's why I'm not in the army anymore. I just didn't have the mentality for it, I guess. <laughs> Brett's now just looking at me sidelong, scared. <laughs> I don't I, tell I me feel... you've never cut things into your arm before out of out of uh, boredom. I don't know is it boredom or is it does is there like an extra emotion involved? There was probably extra emotions, mainly like I don't fucking care, I'm gonna die. Unconfronted emotions. Yeah. Who gives a shit? And so I did things that uh, were ca uh, calls for attention from the Iraqi people. What kind of attention did you get for the the shining writing in the bathroom? Uh, nobody nobody ever found that out. They didn't know. Nobody who mattered found out that I was doing that, mm. and there were there were many other types of graffiti in the uh, porta potties in Afghanistan. I took pictures of them. One of these days, I'll have to develop that shit because yeah, it was I know. on film. Because <laughs> you army guys, film. that's how long ago it was. You come I back... was in fucking Afghanistan when they had film cameras. Well, like, you come I sound back like to the my US grandfather. And you go to truck stop. <laughs> you go to truck stops and you continue your scrawling there. Yeah, I've seen it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really gives you something to do. That you know, kids back in the day, they used to have artistic talent when they pooped, and now you just play Sudoku. It's artistic talent. Yeah, I mean, it's really a part of our culture that has died. Let's just ra finish out hour one talking about what this uh, is the end of hour one. We're ten minutes in. <laughs> we got thirty minutes for this. What is a porto potty like? And this can also be our last porto potty uh, segment. No guarantees. In a desert. Before the next half. In Afghanistan, yeah, what kind of place is that? Uh, hot. It can be hot or cold. 
Um, so depending on what time of year it is, it can be really, really hot or really, really cold. And then there's flies. And the flies like to fly on things that are exposed. You don't have a choice. Jeez, well, you're just describing Michigan. It could be. The mosquitoes yesterday, I was trying to take pictures of uh, Brett doing uh, a thing. You guys did this thing called this comfort zone? I don't yes. know. I've never heard of it. I don't know. You guys do that a lot? Yeah, I've been on this on stage occasion? way too much. And I uh, was I'm being sorry, molested. Everyone. I was being molested in my eyeballs by mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. I just there was nothing I could do for it. I put on a jacket. I put on you know bug spray, and they were still they were coming uh, in between my glasses and my eyeballs. And that's not a fun place to be for me. But so, the mosquito might have been having fun. We sound like people who have complaints, but it has really just been a glorious day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Before the show, I was praised for bringing people together and all sorts of wonderful things because I was mistaken for Brett. (laughs) It was great. I had a delightful conversation with a total stranger who looked like he came from a different planet than I did, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. There were talk of fucking atoms floating around in the universe and galactic marbles and all sorts of things, and that was really great. I didn't know what it was, and I said, yeah, I didn't really contribute anything. I don't know what you're praising me for. And then Brett walked up, and he goes, oh, I thought he was you. (laughs) That happens a lot. But just so you know, I was very humble on your behalf. So what he was talking about, I guess, is right before this. Oh, yeah. We should probably mention this. Yeah. And I'm a little spent from that. Uh, that was a lot. That was a lot no emotionally. Excuse. I'm really glad that it happened. Uh, but we did here at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest, a School Sucks uh, graduation kind of ceremony where a uh, podcast is coming to an end at uh, the end of August. So this will be my only show. Yeah. I talked to the dean, though, and it turns out you didn't return a book to the library, so we're going to have to hold back your uh, diploma until you can pay that twenty three forty seven. I got a yearbook. I cannot believe that, and I didn't have time between the two to really sit with it and go through it, but that is such a beautiful thing. So we are, we're coming off that. I think we've maintained some of the crowd from that. And, uh, yeah, we locked the doors behind them. Yeah. Like it was a, what was that, White Shark? Or what was that band that uh, b- a bunch of people burned up in? Great White. Like a Great White concert. We locked the doors to the tent. We should say that uh, Alex, Carrie, and Gretchen made that yearbook. Yes. And they did a fuckload of work. Somebody needs to thank them. And I think it should be Brett. <laughs> they have been thanked, and I will continue. But to not thank on a them. podcast, therefore it's not real. Should we see what my family wrote in it? Wait a minute, they sure, contacted your it. family. Does your family know that you do a show? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, a little bit. I was in Arkansas last week visiting my family, and at some point it came up that I did a podcast, and my grandmother was like, "Really? What do you guys talk about?" And I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. "It's not really for you." And my mother's like, "Yeah, yeah. Well, you shouldn't listen much because my mother listens." So if we were going to use this crowd as a focus group and people had never heard the show before, our tagline, I just want to get some feedback on this, Mm. used to be, this show's not for you. Yeah. Show of hands, who's feeling that way right now? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I don't see any Not not one. Gretchen Gretchen just came up and stole our bullhorn. We had plans for that. We didn't plan to do this. This is a, an officially unsanctioned event. This is not how we wanted we to do this. I didn't even know all. it was coming here until Wednesday. How bittersweet this you can is. Photoshop in a banner. I'm incredibly honored to call you my brother, and I'm so proud of all you've accomplished. You've touched countless lives. Love you, Bretsky. 
Oh, Brett's That's my brother, Adam. That is, because if we're going in alphabetical order. Oh, okay. Congratulations on the difference you have made in so many lives over these 12 years. I'm blessed to have you... I'm sorry. I'm blessed to have been a student of yours for the past 39. Love you, bro. That's very sweet. It is. I was hoping you they have a wrote sweet family. Really weird I love stuff. your family way more than I love my family. <laughs> well, you don't really have a family much. Yeah, exactly. You're an only child, and your father's dead, and your mother's mentally <laughs> retarded. <laughs> it's not and a I'm joke. I'm half of I each. don't know why you're <laughs> Congratulations, Brett. For your innovative SSP idea, creating a brand, building a loyal audience, and providing the opportunity to engage, learn, and to be entertained. Karen. Lovely. That was your mother? Lovely. Yeah. Still is. Oh, yeah. Is. Is. Was is. Who else is in there that you're related to? That's it. Oh, okay. There's one more. There's a lot of other people. There's one more. According to Alex, there's one more. Do you have family members you don't know about? Is this I, where we live? This we is, might be is about this like to find a Jerry out. Springer show? Okay. Uh, this person was kicked out. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> we, Alex and I had a heated discussion about this. Um, this man was, was removed in favor of uh, the one and only Daryl Perry was put in his place. <clears throat> so you're welcome, Brett. I tried to save that, but I failed. I was too late and too slow with checking my Discord. Well, I'm going to very cautiously try this again. Okay. I haven't turned you guys up yet. Just because I'm very terrified. Anyway, if you want to fill out the form for me, I would say, quote, I'm very lucky to have a son who is my friend, but I'm even more lucky that I have a son that I can talk to. That's my dad. What a weird guy. <laughs> right? I mean, what a weird guy. Um, are you going to explain why he was removed? Because Daryl Perry wanted in. Oh, and there was what was there like a limited, a limited yes, amount of space? Yes, because there's formatting issues. Daryl oh, Prezi, wow. so they, Perry is a presidential candidate. Yeah, if we were going to just I mean, allow anybody and everybody in here, like Doug Vanat, we would uh, we would have had to build a whole new page, like four pages. Oh, okay. just for yeah, Doug, yeah. it wasn't worth yeah. it. For Daryl, though. Okay, interesting. How do you feel about your father being removed? I I mean, <laughs> yes, please. There's a fourth mic. Oh, Alex is now going to defend his on. actions. Do, uh, Turn it on. I just want to clarify and state for the record that Doug Benat was not moved. As Andrew read in his message, he did uh, send his message in late. Mm -hmm. It was past multiple deadlines that we set, and it was a it was a hard choice to make whether or not we try to include Doug Benat, the dad who showed up late in the yearbook or not. We didn't have space to begin with. We did not say, hey, Doug, fuck you. We're putting Daryl Perry in. <laughs> we had one opportunity. He, he was like the libertarian vice presidential yeah. candidate. For he guy? felt like an important guy. He was a presidential candidate. Um, we Yeah, so we did have another late submission from, uh, who was it? Joel from Joel Bine, who we were able to squeeze in only because we found in scrolling through all the messages that we had a Mike Hunt who uh, contributed a message to the yearbook. My argument was that man deserves to be in there more than <laughs> Daryl Perry. Mike Hunt, I have not seen this yet. Are there superlatives in here? There are superlatives. I would have voted Mike Hunt for class clown. <laughs> I think that's great. Um, 
man, I really want to look at that, but I'm also doing a show in front of yeah, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, you got to wait until later, people. unfortunately. Mm. Uh, Savor that feeling. It'll, yeah, it'll be so much better I, when I, you look at it. I agree with everything Alex said. I just happen to like my version of the story better. <laughs> Where it makes Alex the bad guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But Doug is Poor removed. I, I just had a conversation with somebody. Like, the, uh, how many smart people out there who you, you just... It's like, hey, I, I do this thing that I think you'd really find interesting, and they just can't figure out how to uh, incorporate it into their lives. I think there's a lot of people out there who are having that problem right now. Hmm. Do you, do, so is, what do you want to say to them? There, oh, there's nothing you can say oh, to okay. them. You're like, hey, I do, a, I, I do a thing. Well, It'll I guess be we're done here. It'll be, there if you, if it'll be there if you want it. But it's, it's kind of like, I guess there there are people who can figure out how to listen to podcasts and start watching YouTube, but there's some people who just, that's a habit that's a kind of momentum they just can't change. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Right. Unless you have a tube. Mm. <laughs> and you stick it down his throat. <laughs> and a pump. Guess what we're doing for the second half. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's one of the difficult things about family is like you do things that you're very proud of and sometimes your your family just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, or they don't they it's, don't really know funny, how to way. give a shit or they don't understand that it's a real thing that's actually being done. Yeah. I, I think that's a big part of it. Because I feel that way with my father and my photography website and all that stuff, and he was just like, Well, okay, cool. I don't know that he ever looked at it though. I always found it weird. I think he was just retarded. There's also the thing. He's not good at the internet. I don't know. My dad is out there and definitely very, very set in his ways. But Mm. I also think it's like when you're, we're talking about people who are of an older generation typically who won't change their ways. So like, if you've been to a, have you ever been to a family <laughs> reunion? Andrew's in the middle of a. Cigarette. Oh, well, you had a big family once. No, did you ever go no, to a family? I never had a big did family. you ever go to a family reunion? <clears throat> no, I went to Rosh Hashanah once. Okay, which was like seven I've, people. Oh, you just oh, kind of went I've to been a family. Re- yeah, kind of. Yeah. So you see somebody at a family reunion, and you're like, you, they were a baby, and you're like, wow, you're like twenty, something like that, or yeah, or six. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't have you know cousins. I watched others' that are that family old, members yeah. grow up through their reunions. But I think if you're of the older generation, they see you as, and maybe they've gradually seen you as an adult, like change, like the pictures were sent to them or whatever, or they're closer to you and they've seen they they remember you as that younger person. They're like, "There's no way you're not an idiot now." Like, I remember you when you didn't know anything. So I think maybe it's just difficult. I remember wh- when, when you pooped in a exactly paper underwear. <laughs> so how smart could you be now? Right. Two years ago at the Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest. Right. Yeah. I, that, I, I poop in underwear all the time. That's. I like it here because it's so much more intimate. I was having a conversation with somebody who was asking me about Porkfest when the last time I went, and I said, eh, eh, I don't know, 2016? Fuck, I, I, I just remember. said, I'm not into dance parties that much. Yeah, it became so much less uh, fun. Like, this place is fun because people are just hanging out. There's a there's a tent, so that's fun. Yeah, none of you out there are the worst. Yeah. So, you know, congratulate yourselves. There's no big hoity-toity podcasting guys that are doing a speech. Except for one. Yeah. Who's ruining everything? Yeah, 
But no, Porkfest ended up being that way, where it was just too many, there was too many classes, there was too many things to go do, like like activities or something. And on the surface, that sounds fun, but for me, and I think for Andrew, a place like this is just like, you just fucking hang out, you drink, no, for me, you have conversations. Fest, I just fun. ate some mushrooms that didn't work that well. <laughs> and I went, okay, I'm out. That one, that mushroom year, that did it. If you're somebody at Porkfest and people know who you are, you're fucked. How you're so? fucked all week. You're one of these people that people know. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it's kind of like, this is what you do. It has something to do with school. Luckily for Brett, people mistake others for him. So. <laughs> that is great. That is great. Um, Have you ever hired doppelgangers to just take the heat off you that looked like you? It's never really been that bad. But one thing that I found would happen a lot is somebody would be like, you're Brett. School sucks. I'd like to tell you my entire school story. <laughs> and you're like, I really have to go to my Airbnb and poop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I can see how that could be frustrating. It happened to me one time. Uh, so I have a friend, right? And he smokes uh, spliffs. And these are like you make uh, marijuana cigarettes so you can tell i don't do this right <laughs> so all right the kids these days. A lot of twirling involved for those of you listening on the podcast you take tobacco you take marijuana you roll it in rolling paper and if you choose you put a little filter on there so we would back in the day you know go to pork fest and we'd stand in a circle and talk and pass one of these things around and we'd be fine uh, and these people who actually have a tolerance for marijuana would certainly be fine. And if I took a hit or two, I'd be fine. So I'm in the middle of this conversation. He takes one. I said, can I have a drag of that? And th this was, I don't know, three, four years ago. And he just hands me a whole one. I light it and I start smoking it like a cigarette. Oh, no. And I'm in this circle. And all of a sudden I go, I don't know who these people are. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea what we're talking about. It seems like it's my turn to talk. So I just split. And uh, I went back to, we were staying in the hotel. Porkfest has a hotel. And I sat there on the bed, and we had put, we had filled the hotel room with beds somehow, a uh, combination of like the hotel beds that were there and extra beds and mattresses. So the room is just filled with mattresses, and I look for uh, something to eat that will make me feel better, and all there is is corn chips. So I just start shoveling them into my mouth <laughs> until I, it just feels like sand. And then I need water, and there isn't any, so I run outside, uh, half choking to death, and I run into one of these school story people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at my worst. I'm at my, <laughs> I'm, om I'm out of my mind high, almost choking to death, spitting chewed up corn chips out of my mouth. And this person's like... And you said, I'm so sorry. My name's Andrew. That's Brett over there. <laughs> there you are. There, you, I didn't have you at the time to, oh, to take sorry. care of that. You weren't anywhere to be found. So that can happen. But yeah, you're right. This is a delight compared to that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it here. I love the Midwest. Because there's no corn chips. Fans. There's no... Yeah. <laughs> is there weed here? There's been plenty of weed I don't here. think I... I haven't smelled anything. Right? No. Yeah, there's mushrooms and... <laughs> There's mushrooms and acid for anybody who wants. Oh, Talk to Pew. He'll sign. hook you up. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the one that has drugs. I drink all of my drugs. That's all I do. So, man, we really decided to do a show here tonight, huh? I guess so. And I was just thinking, you know, I really like having the chat during a regular show. 
during they're the just live stream. They're on the computer screen, and I can just talk to them either directly or individually, or I can type to them. But when you're sitting here in front of me, Jesus, this timer goes so fucking slow. It's awful. And nobody has a whiteboard to like write on, do they? Yeah. So we can no. pretend so I can't to hear anything shit, yeah. that you're saying. <laughs> Raise your hand if you've never seen or heard oh, Portman yeah. Show or Puke in the Gang. God, there's oh, a lot of... Oh, my goodness. Wow. I, I am them. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel like this happens every time we do a live show. And then it's just terrible. No, I don't feel like we should make excuses at all, but this is not... There's lots of elements. I don't make excuses. I just fess up and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of elements that are missing from the show, right? Like, we all mm. would have things that we could do if we were doing the show... In our normal setting. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like should drops. We, should we just try and be normal then? What? Like act like normal people? No, like act like it's a normal show. And we're not in front of a live audience. Oh, geez. It's that well, bad? I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> okay. I get it. It's that bad. No. It is. Um, okay. So what do you guys got? I have... Uh, I was traveling recently. Again. That's why we didn't do a show last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I have reasons why I'm the best. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a thing we do on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Why I'm the best. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can do that. What else you guys got? I was in Arkansas. There you go. You were away too. Yeah, I was away. Where was Brett? Uh, I'm on my way somewhere. Where are you? Man, this sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Is what this are how we gonna bad do the regular show is? <laughs> on the show. Hey, let's just go around the table and tell a little bit about how we do the regular show and the things we have when we do the show. It's a video show, so we're streaming on YouTube. Uh-huh. Andrew already mentioned the chat, which is great. I can we make have sound effects guy. happen where yeah. I turn Brett into different people constantly. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh we have people in the chat like Eric who was here and then ironically left oh, right before Eric. we started. He carries the whole show with yeah. his comments Without in Eric, the chat. We, we shouldn't even do it. A lot of it has become, I really, really like this, that we will pull up YouTube videos of older <laughs> TV shows and do commentary on them. That's <laughs> Carrie says that's the worst that's part of the show. That's not getting Thanks, uh, good feedback. And Puke plays Drops. I play Drops. Those are sound, sound effects, effects for people that don't know. Usually it's just uh, what, for the past many, many shows, Jessica, who is a listener, has pulled out of context... Uh, audio clips of things that we say or that are horribly in context or oh yeah they could be in context and uh i will just play them at random times in response to something that we're talking about right now and usually it is funny <laughs> so sometimes it's not that's a lot of how times we it pretend just that we're entertaining yeah that's how we pretend that we're entertaining yeah we can't do those carrie how do we do them live they're oh, very hard. I was, oh, so <laughs> I the, can't do impressions. <laughs> the suggestion is that the drops be recreated live based on our memory of drops of us. But uh, it's really just it's a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah, I think it's I just pure magic. <laughs> yeah, in the moment, right? It More often help than to... not, I disagree with Puke's timing and use of them, but mm. it's all right. Every once in a while, there's a golden, golden one. On occasion, if you throw enough things at a dartboard, eventually you'll hit. What do they hit in the center? Bullseye. Oh, yeah. One of those. So, man, that hour must be up, right? Oh, yeah. It's getting close. (laughs) If you consider it half one. All right. Cool. This is what happens when you don't plan to do a podcast, but you do one anyway. Usually, the planning would be Andrew would write down a series of single words on a piece of paper. Yeah. And I come and I react to that. 
Yeah. And you play drops. I play drops. And it's Sometimes the best I, react to I mean, would you believe this is the best comedy <laughs> show on the internet? All right. So I'll tell a story. Brett, you get enthusiastic about it falsely. Puke, you just make noises. Mm. Um, so last weekend, I drive myself to the worst place I ever lived, New Hampshire. And I know everyone here probably thinks New Hampshire's great, especially <laughs> if you're from here. Like, it's pretty bad here, to be honest. Like, you look around, there's not a hill in sight. It's pretty sad. That makes least, the sky really great, It though. does. But at least New Hampshire has hills. Anyway, I get there. And I'm there for a particular reason. And I get to hang out with uh, my good friend Nick. I get to stay at his lake house. It's beautiful. I have a comfortable bed to sleep in. Um, I want to hang out with him as much as possible. But I have an ulterior goal here. I am going racing. I'm racing cars. So I get there. And I put on the most expensive suit I own, which is the racing suit. And... I hop in the car that isn't mine, that I don't fit in quite right, because I'm a shortman, and the man who owns the car is not. And uh, I go out there, and I go, geez, I really want to follow somebody who knows more than I do. So I start following them around the track. And at a certain point, I go, they're kind of in my way. (laughs) So I pass them. And this is called qualifying. So whoever sets the fastest lap gets to start in the best position of the race. So turns out I set the fastest lap. So I get to start in the first position of the race. So my afternoon race, my first race of the weekend comes, and I have to hop in the car after the other driver gets out. And it's, a, it's quite a process. It's not like stepping out of your Ford Escape. Um, <clears throat> there's fire suits and five-point harnesses and helmets and neck braces and steering wheels you got to remove and window nets and all sorts of things. And then you got to put fuel in, too. So it's a, a very time-sensitive process. We complete this process. I go to start the car because I have to get out to the grid. And I start the car, and I have to make it out there. If I don't make it out in time, I don't get my position that I qualified for. So I go to start it. It doesn't start. It doesn't fucking start. So two old men start pushing me, and I'm trying to get it uh, jump-started. Not jump-started. Push started. That doesn't work either. We bring a jumper pack. Oh. You have drops. We got drops. I figured out a we way to get drops. We got drops. I knew you'd get there eventually. That's why I'm tracking this out. <clears throat> so the race starts. The cars go out. They're forming up. I'm so I sure missed. That me and my brothers were gay. <laughs> I missed my place in line. Now I'm very last. I have to go out there and catch up to the pack. So I go out and I try to catch up. And I go, this car isn't acting right. I hit the gas and it doesn't do what you expect when you hit the gas. But I go out there anyway, and we go down the front straight. Everybody leaves me behind, and I go, I know I'm in a Miata, but these aren't that slow. We get to the turn. I pass some people. They immediately pass me back, and I have to pull the car off on the shoulder of the road in the grass and basically just sit there and watch the race happen without me, just going, I'm better than all of you, but I'm stuck here watching you have fun without me. So the next day, I had to start, and because I didn't compete in the first race, I had to start last. I'm patting myself on the back here, but oh, I started last. Is, I'm just, my enthusiasm is churning up. I started last <laughs> and somehow finished first. Wow, from the back? Right. And then I had to go, okay, so you guys are, are you guys going to approve my license? Because like you have to, it's quite the process. It's not mm. like getting a driver's license. It's getting a racing license and people have to sign off. And I go, yeah, I know I don't have enough time in, according to your rules, but I started last and finished first. 
I'm clearly, arguably the clearly best. Clearly, you're the best, yeah. I'm the only one who didn't have an accident, didn't crash into anybody. In fact, because of me, there were less accidents, and I still won. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I came back from that, and I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, congrats. Uh, congratulations. And that's the greatest accomplishment I ever had in my <laughs> life. How about a round of applause for fucking Andrew? <laughs> See, we all came through. Oh, okay. yeah. You with the yeah, story. We're happy now. Me with the enthusiasm. You got anything for us <laughs> there on your phone that's going to take an extra hey, second? If no crime has been committed against you by a white person, then you're white. <laughs> Thanks. Can you play that, that again? Really just hammered so at home. <laughs> Get ready for Wait, this. I don't know which one I'd pick. If a no crime has been committed against you by a white person, then you're white. And wisdom at the end. That, is that and wisdom at the end. <laughs> so that's a story I have. But that's why we didn't do a show last week, because Puke was an archivist. Kaczynski time! Yeah. And I was uh, pretending it was the 90s mm-hmm. with a bunch of old men. Well, I'm on my way to New Hampshire very soon. What are you going to do there? Uh, family vacation it's been a topic on the show before Gabriella is coming with me of course and uh, we're going to spend some days in Maine I will take her and tour through uh, all of the what are they called Maine Uh, (laughs) states states, (laughs) no 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 Um, what's the word for it's a word that I usually know vacation spots these are great guesses these are great guesses just keep Uh, keep going uh, municipalities Uh, it's a that's closer to what it is beaches that's would be part of them um that make out spots Gabriella said these are all examples of what this thing is uh, destinations destinations okay that uh, that's the word I'm going to settle for that's the word I'm going to settle for. Are there words like destination? Nobody knows. So we're going to go with destination. <laughs> Who has a thesaurus? Like all yeah, of the attractions I heard in the audience is that Brett has a map anything? saved on his computer. It's called Places I Want to Jizz. <laughs> in Maine? With tax. Yep. <laughs> and strings computer, in between though, so each I one. I kind of fucked it up. Ah. Hmm. Uh, do you have Sorry, a you, pen and paper? <laughs> no. Well, just write in that yearbook. That's <laughs> Someone's going to have to be in charge of keeping track of title ideas. We'll give a job to somebody in the audience. No, it has to be... So the title of the show has to be something the that... The suggestion was Jizz Map. ...is said. So you know. Yeah. We didn't say Jizz Map. But we, can't, we have to say it we did, we didn't say in the map. show. You, the chat, said Jizz Map. The live chat. Uh, places I want to jizz. Mm, I feel like don't give away you. your secrets. No, 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 I'm not giving away all my secrets. <laughs> well done, well done. So uh, if we had said that on the show, that could have been a possible show title because it is verbatim things that we said. Yes, that are maybe funny. And and what we try to do so it has to be something that's said. Usually, if it's a portmanteau, that is phenomenal. If it's kind of like toilet humor and a portmanteau. I've already done these at the very beginning of the show. Porta potty man show. That's that's reasonable. <laughs> it's a, but if it comes too early in the show, yeah. then there's no like build up, there's no anticipation about it. So that's also not ideal. But uh, that's how we make titles. And maybe an hour or two. Jesus. Maybe there'll be an hour or two. Is there gonna be an hour or two? <laughs> 
It feels unlikely, but um, <laughs> this we, audience has suffered. Enough. Maybe before we wrap up, I'll, I'll give you some titles of uh, of Portmanteau. We're not here to incorporate you into our audience if you're not in it already. That's not our goal. <laughs> but you know that already. Yeah. So they're well aware. We're gonna go ahead and take a break. But during that break, we want suggestions from the audience. We'll keep the mics hot. We'll keep the recording going. You can walk up, grab a mic, do your own thing. Make it your show while we walk away from this tent. Yeah, funnel cake! When we come back, we're going to open a a gift from the most important person on this show. A gift? Yeah, it's in front of me. We're not allowed to bend it, apparently. Okay, well. On that note, let's go to break. Welcome to Hour 2 of Portman Show, and uh, we're doing one of our best bits right now uh, called... Uh, How is there an era when gerbiling was a thing? <laughs> What's in the box? And Andrew has a gift that is for him. I don't know if it's for me. I think it's for the show, but primarily for me. It was from the, the best person on the show. Well, who, who's not on the show. Right. But he's still the best person on the show. Mm-hmm. Chat all-star Eric. Yeah, Eric, who had to leave today. So, um, unfortunately, he's not here tonight with us. Mm. And, geez, I wish I could just do a show just for hey, Eric. Hey, do you want one more thing to hold while you do it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to hold my whiskey and my LaCroix. <laughs> there, that's great. That's what he looks like when he's driving. <laughs> it's true. You want me to just hold the box? No, you can hold the mic. Okay, there you go. We have something in plastic, it looks like. That was plastic. There's a piece of paperwork. Let's get the box involved a little bit. (laughs) So this is just the stuff coming out of the box. Paid via Etsy payments. Oh, I have Eric's address. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this is uh, Eric did say yesterday. I'm remembering this now. Um, I was drunk last night when Eric told me what this was about, but this was the name for the studio. So it's a sign that I can point to. I like signs because I can point to them, but. <laughs> It looks like a DOT sign, and it's Show Studium. Yes. Nice. And so, he's, he's uh, you know, modified Shea yes. Stadium sign. Interesting. I can't believe that he found a sign that he could modify with only two letters. Well, it looks like he stole it. I hope so. I'm The story I'm telling me is that he stole it. He stole it and then gave it to somebody at Etsy, and then they mailed it to us, to him? <laughs> like, wait. All right, I have a dumb question. Okay. Where, where is Shea Stadium? Uh, it is on Long Island, right outside New York How City. How did Eric get to Long Island? I, it's not really from there. It's definitely a thing that you can order online. No, and then he stole it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the story's better if we just think that he stole it. Thank you, Eric, for stealing signs from stadiums. So you know what? Speaking of that, uh, I think we have to bring this up on the show. Puke, um, mm. where is the home of this sign going to be? Uh, probably a garbage can. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? All the shit that we've kept and moved from house to house to house, from state to state. Oh, that's right. And you okay, want to throw well, this in the garbage can? 
No, I just figured that's where I keep all the stuff from the show that people sent to us. Oh, you just hold it, on to the garbage yeah, can? Yeah, I call it my filing can. Um, uh, it's going to go in possibly a new house that I'm purchasing in Pennsylvania. And uh, hopefully that works out. And then Can we'll... we get a round of applause for Puke's no. new house? No. <laughs> That's real is for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so I'm in the process of purchasing a new house because I, um, I lost my job last year. If anybody listens to the show, you know all about our stupid lives. And uh, got a new job and moved. What he's trying to say is house. when you lose your job, buy a house. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I have a new job, and it's in a different location, and so I found what is hopefully a better house. Uh, it has land, and it already has a fire pit, and it's a cool, like, 1958 house with those, like, archy things. Instead of doors, they just have arches. Uh, it's pretty cool, and uh, I already have a toad. I was Thursday at the house inspection, and that's where, if you've never purchased a house, you get somebody to look at the house and go, Jesus, fuck, this is all wrong um <laughs> and then you can negotiate the price um but i was in the garage and i kept hearing this weird like uh, and i'm looking around i'm like what is, what is this weird noise and there was a toad in the garage the size of this thermosel thing it was this massive fat toad and i went oh sweet i already have a pet i just named it <clears throat> what did you name it <laughs> it's poor man toad <laughs> um but yeah, so it's pretty exciting. Um, you know, it's horrifically terrifying to like commit to paying this much money for a thing. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. The toad's fine. I'm fine with the toads. It's the gophers that are going to have to go. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to someday. Hopefully, I'll have a, a proper room. Like how many how many show uh, studiums have we had? <laughs> I want I want to one of these Nine days have a have a, a, a I keep wanting to say stadium because I'm looking at this fucking stupid sign. I want to have a, a <laughs> what is it called? Studium. Studio. Studium. I want to have a studio that uh, is is permanent ish that has like you know sound dampening and lights and you know all of the crazy things that uh, people have sent to us over the years on shelving. And uh, I'm sure uh, Brett can put that yearbook in there. And as soon as he does that, we're going to end the show. Yeah. You guys get a lot of gifts. I mean, because you we guys, have. like I'm in the show now, but there was mm -hmm. a time when you guys were getting gifts. Oh, we used to get lots more gifts. Yeah, yeah. what's in the box was the segment, and <laughs> gifts would come all the time, and they would usually be uh, absurdities. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think my favorite is the uh, little toy boats. We got a bunch of little toy boats. Action um, figures, weird yeah. food. Uh, yeah, we ate all the food. We're not dead. Yeah. Thank you. Anybody that sent us not poison. Um, no, I just think it's interesting because this might be one of the more gifted, like, received gifts. Yes, we're the most gifted this show. Is, this is the most thoughtful gift. Mm. No, just the most gifted show. <laughs> That's a tagline. It's what we call kids when they're special. You're gifted. Let's do this show until we're the only people in the tent. <laughs> we're halfway done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So where do you live, Brett? I live in... Oh, wait a minute. Did we finish... Uh, <laughs> I don't even think we finished New Hampshire stuff. Yeah, so it's oh, a family not. vacation. This is how the show goes. We just ramble. I, I love it when stories are unfinished. I love it when stories are unfinished. But yeah, so I go every year to Maine 
there's a beach house there for my family, so we'll get together for a week. Do uh, you eat lobster? Oh, yeah, it's real easy to do there. Mm. Yeah. You're just, like, in the shower and there's lobster. <laughs> you go, whoa, I'm hungry. <laughs> it's a very easy thing to get. You can go and catch your own uh, mussels. Did you tr- tr- try that, Andrew? Why when would you I try that? I know. It's uh, muscles are like. What uh, about me would make you think that I would ever do that? Uh, Look, here's two toenails with snot inside. <laughs> I'm gonna eat it. It's salty. <laughs> well, you can go find your own, so you feel like you're foraging. Oh, yeah. And somehow That's in a restaurant, people. they know how to get the sand out of them, but you can never figure oh, that out. Yeah. When they're nat- when they're natural, the restaurant has some kind of like, trick. They're nice and gritty. It's, yeah. I think it's called washing. Mm. They probably just wash them. Nothing or... works. Nothing no? works. You've tried? Yeah, like... we've even tried uh, like baking soda, what? and you cannot get the sand out of them by yourself. Well, you're adding baking soda. Doesn't that just like put more? Maybe grit that's into what it is. Well, it's always been said <laughs> sand is the Maybe syrup of the sea. Maybe it was a prank. <laughs> yeah, the it's... audience says eat the sand. Yeah, eat the sand. It's it's tough on your teeth. For sure. That was going to be McDonald's logo or like catchphrase one year, and they decided against it. McDonald's, just eat the sand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mussels are kind of like, like lobster tail, mussels are kind of like the gum of seafood. (laughs) The gum. Yeah. I mean, you got to get chewing if you want to be able to swallow it. And so you're chomping on, well, I guess you could do that, but you're you're kind of chomping on sand. Mm. What What else do you eat from the ocean in Maine? Uh, clams you can eat. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad you brought that up because I have a feeling <laughs> this is going to be a great segment. Um, you can eat scallops, shrimp, and it's all right there and it's all fresh. And if people have never been to a coastal area, it's really a great experience mm. to just have seafood that fresh. I you disagree with all of this. Coming out of a boat. <laughs> Andrew, comments. A person in seafood. a boat, what's it called? A boat? costume a boat outfit will hand you the seafood that sea you're going to be able to eat right yeah like like a fucking fish sticks box that's what it looks like somebody handing you your food mm. yeah Delicious. he catches the fish and hands you a fish stick <laughs> bread and everything no because something would have happened they in have between. reality shows something would have happened in between i don't think so yeah. he he brings the food out and maybe there's like a middleman who takes it from him and then gives it to you but mm. you can get lobster that fresh so i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to the beach i like being at the edge of it all the funny and, thing is all this seafood comes by train from lake erie <laughs> <laughs> yeah so why maine it's just always just been Maine. something your family's it's, done. It's nearby. It's got a beautiful ocean there. It's freezing cold water, but yeah, that's uh, that's where we're going. This this I I say this every year, but this might be the last year. Oh, that we do it. Yeah. Why is that? And you know, people are getting reasons. Old, old situations old people, yeah. have mm. changed. People die. Yeah, but <sighs> this is uh, it's definitely something that I'm looking forward to, as well as all the uh, related New Hampshire things. And then the drive back. <laughs> yeah, the best news is you have a way to get around while you're up there and a way to get home. Yep. Brought to you by me. Yeah. You get to drive Andrew's shitbox CRV. It's yep. my favorite vehicle. Yep. So <laughs> I'm going to drive that back, or we're going to drive that back. It's going to take. <clears throat> Again, before you leave, uh, check the oil, mm-hmm. the coolant, mm-hmm. the brake fluid, mm-hmm. the transmission fluid, mm-hmm. the air pressure. Mm hmm. Uh, the battery, mm-hmm. and make sure when you open the door from the inside, you use both hands, one hand to pull the handle, the other to hold the handle housing 
in place <laughs> when you open it. And if you use the back, which I imagine you will because you're going to have things, mm-hmm. right? Um, when you go to close the tailgate, you got to reach in through the hole in the interior and find you find a, the rod. Yeah, find you the find rod. the rod mm-hmm. and you got to mm-hmm. jiggle the rod before you close the door. <laughs> Other than that, it's fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. I like it when our visual jokes actually work because we have an audience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it has air conditioning. So. Does it? Go. Yeah. I just I mean, did it, it did. It did have air conditioning. There's no guarantee well, it, it still it, does. It did when I put it there. If mm. it doesn't, it's Brett's fault. Do you plan on sleeping in a cornfield on the way back? I could. Yeah. That's what I did. I drove out to Arkansas. It was like 20-some hours. I just pulled over in a cornfield. How was that? That so so I traveled across the country a few years ago and I thought about being in situations like that. Mm-hmm. I was in a, you know, a car and it wasn't I, I did have to sleep in it a couple of times through yeah. the, its ownership. It was fine, right? But I that I never felt comfortable with that situation. So how did you talk yourself into doing that? I didn't talk myself. Well, I guess I talked myself into it by going, <laughs> I'm really fucking sleepy and then I went off the road into a cornfield and I said, "Look at this fucking place I can sleep. This is great." Right. <laughs> um No, uh like it's just it's way cheaper than getting a, a hotel. Like if you have places to be and you're on the road, like you can pay for a hotel. And sleep there for four hours, five hours. That's that's money it, wasted. It feels you like can just, such a ripoff. You can just get some really, really terrible sleep in a car, freezing your balls off in a cornfield, and then just at some point keep driving. This is why you get a first generation CRV because the seats make beds. Yep, they get down flat, yeah. nice and flat. Where were we going that night? South Carolina. Was it South Carolina? It was South Carolina, and we got harassed by the police for peeing. You were asleep. <laughs> Not that night. This night that I'm about to describe, you and I are going somewhere. We drive a long time. Then we say, let's get a hotel. How much Florida. could a hotel be? Yeah, it was Florida. We were going to Florida. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. And this hotel room, we were in it for what, five hours? Yep. And it was like 140 bucks. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Not worth it. That's, it those are my thoughts. Not, it, we had to sleep right. We didn't get our own rooms. No. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. You were dick to dick? Yep. Because there was only half a bed? Because mm. it's Florida? <laughs> the way things go. Um, yeah, I did it. And my family had the same reaction where they're like, oh, my God, you slept in a cornfield? Is that safe? Were you? And I was like, yeah, it's fucking fine. Either you get some sleep or you get murdered by some sort of like hillbilly. And either way. Oh, children in that corn. Yeah. Says Carrie. Um, but either way, it's cheap. I feel like the move there should have been when the woman told me she saw me walk in feeling very be- looking very beleaguered. Yeah, like this is it. This is where like I'm going on the to road bed. For so hours. I didn't prepare to walk in there as a negotiator, you mm. know. Yeah. And when she you told me the down. price, yeah, she told me the price of the hotel room. He wasn't even in there yet. I should have said, "Okay, I'm gonna go fall asleep while I'm driving," <laughs> and, and, <laughs> instead, and see what, see what her ba- counter offer would be. Instead, Brett came back out and said, "We just got fucked." I well, I realized on the way back to the car how severe the fucking was because I didn't even look at the bill. I just gave her my credit card, ran it, and we were that tired. So there, I mean, isn't a hotel room like a in, where was that, Georgia? Somewhere in Georgia, yeah, yeah. Atlanta-ish. Right. I mean, wouldn't a hotel room at that hour, it just seems like it'd be something on to Christmas be Eve? on Christmas Eve. Who goes to Georgia on Christmas? No, the ho- there's Only no us. cars in the parking lot. There's no cars in the mm. parking lot. There was lot. snow on palm trees, though. There that was, was yeah. fucking weird. Right. Was it there? feels like it should have been a $60 hotel room. It was more than twice that. Hmm. 
So. Alice is saying, uh, be a homeless person on their stoop. <laughs> That'll teach him. There is something, there is, there's an idea there. Like, just sleep in the lobby of the hotel. Be like, I just have to wait for the guy with the money to get here. Yeah. And I'm going to catch a little shut-eye. And then just sleep through that. And here's the thing about customer service people. There's like a 9 out of 10 chance that you can go into any place and do whatever the fuck you want and no one's going to have the balls right. to if say anything to you. don't talk to, to them, you. they prefer to not talk to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because if it's a big enough hotel, you can probably just walk through the lobby, look like you know where you're going, and then find a couch somewhere off in the back. Put a swimsuit on. Give me the key to a storage closet, and I won't make your job any harder. <laughs> I'm on a campground. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Give me a private place with a bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I feel like if you want to be more of a dick, there's all kinds of uh, customer service uh, opportunities that you're missing. Mm-hmm. We could have just slept in the lobby of that hotel, and the woman wouldn't have said a word. Sorry, you were going to say? Well, I'm just thinking, you're at a campground. We got here on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You're going to be here till Monday. Barely, but yeah. What are you going to do? What do you mean, what am I going to do? I'm going to have a great time. Yeah. Look at the time we're having right now. But. Yeah? But. What? But. Oh, about going to the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah, I have a, le- <laughs> I have a good lead. I have a good lead. I have a, I have a solution in the works. And it, it is? I can't say on the show. This is a public sh- performance. Yes? I can't say. I can tell you. Pr- uh, somebody brought us a pad. Would you All like right, me to whisper write it, it down? to me in private into the microphone? I don't even know if we should do. It. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> but there is good news. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna have one. So. Well, until I find out, I have anxiety on your behalf. Oh, don't worry about it. I feel great, knowing that it's there. Is knowing it, that it's there for me. Is it an RV? Yeah. What are all you people doing? <laughs> I know Carrie has a hotel, but the rest of you, I'm just looking at you, and I'm thinking what's going on, and I, I don't like what I'm thinking. Are you carrying the porta potty like to the corner of the campground and then going? Is that how it works? Because it's like they're centrally located they're, for convenience, but I think they shouldn't be. So I thought about asking Joe when we were kind of setting all this up. And he was telling me about the porta potties. You want a private porta potty? <laughs> it seems a little extravagant. It does, but it was almost my next request. <laughs> I because I he said we have these beautiful cabin tents, and he was right. It is like the perfect camping accommodations where you know uh, we wake up and the light has. I mean, the sounds you fall asleep to are beautiful. It's like having one of those CDs. Yeah, and for be- those of you who don't know, um, you know, when Brett comes to this event, he gets uh, pampered. I but I more want, so than all of you. I but I want to minimize that. I want to by asking for a porta potty. <laughs> you want to be poompered. This was never asked. So I because I thought Yet. about it. Well, no, because there's only six. It's only going to ratchet up. You're not going to ask for less next time. No, I I I, I got very close. To, all Joe I wanted be to prepared. say. All I wanted to say was I did get very close to saying. Because Joe, he gave me like a private space I know. for my t- uh, my tent, mm-hmm. and 
Uh, one of the things that I remember about Circle Pines, where the event used to be, is there was one right there that nobody used, and it felt kind of nice. What if we just put dirty balls in here? <laughs> It's really unfortunate, some of the things <laughs> that we've said. <laughs> yes, it is. But for most people, this is a thing. This, this, it's a me thing. For most people, this is no kind of a big deal at all. Yeah, what's with you people? Okay, the, the chat is saying no one likes the porta potty, but we all deal with it because we're better than you? Because we're adults. Oh, because we're better. I heard because we're better than you. you. <laughs> mm hmm. See, I don't know how you all don't find this debilitating. What? Using a porta potty for this. Like they're all just perfectly fine with it. And I'm thinking, yeah, I want to go to Michigan. Yeah, but that sounds the like fun. That's, that's the opposite of debilitating. I want to be around these people. <laughs> except I gotta figure out a solution to this problem. Hmm. Otherwise I'm not going. You just squat. So you don't have to touch your now she's saying squat. <laughs> Look, I, I don't think it's a problem with anybody else. I don't think anybody else is being debilitated. I think it's just me. Yeah, it's just like uh, things shut down. All right, and show of fine. hands, people on stage. Uh, how many of us is it a problem for? Well, okay, that's, so it's a problem for most people based on our sample size. I did not raise my hand. Right. All right, well, then uh, you don't get the Airbnb toilet. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So what do we have left to do here? In the morning, I'm going to sabotage that fucking toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the sunsets? Boy, those were way better than porta potties. Yeah, the, the, that's the skies in Michigan. I've seen some of the most beautiful skies in my life here. Hmm. It's, it's a really beautiful place. Bullshit. What? <laughs> somebody said somebody, bullshit. Somebody <laughs> challenges me oh. on that, and I think that's also a perspective thing. Where I live in Pittsburgh, and it's very beautiful there. Uh, but you, because of the topography, you're limited to the amount of sky you can see at any given time. And the yeah. same is true. The beach is an exception, but most of New Hampshire and New yeah, England. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. you need a coast. It, yeah, it's pretty hilly like when we as were well. in Nicaragua, it was fucking incredible. Yeah, but if you don't have a coast, rare is the opportunity, if you're from you know Pennsylvania, New York, New England, to see like all of the sky that there is to see at one time. Pittsburgh has the sunrise. Yes. Yes. Because you can go up on Mount Washington, you can look over the city, and you can see a lot of distance that way. Mm. And it can be very beautiful. It's also light here very long, and I like that. So, hmm. show of hands, how many people here are actually going to continue listening to this podcast? <laughs> oh, nobody raised their no hand. No one Fuck. has raised their hand. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> makes sense. I'm not surprised by that. Uh, Beth, who was uh, one of the friends we made a few years ago, mm -hmm. she was like, I, I listen to your show on occasion, but it's so hard to get to. And I said, what do you mean? You can just search for it in your podcast app. And she said, what? And I said, yeah, you go to your podcast app and you search for Portman Show, P-O-R-T-M-A-N-S-H-E-A-U. And it was right there. And she subscribed to it. And she was like, oh, my God, you just made my day. So if anybody doesn't know how podcasts work, it's that easy. So we've retained one listener. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think on that uh, happy note. 
Well, I just want to, before we leave, I want to say thank you to the organizers of this event. This is my third Midwest Peace and Liberty Fest, and each of your second. Yeah, and it's been fantastic. I I fucking love it. I'm glad that I made it. I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to get here. And yeah, after coming to the first one, I got here, and one of the first things I wanted to do was find this guy, Joe, one of the organizers, the main organizer. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I see Joe, and then I get happy, because I know what he did, and he put us all together, and it was fantastic. He's done a great job, yeah. And this is an amazing property. Uh, And if I was going to stoop to the level of having to camp, (laughs) I would do it in the way that Joe has cultivated. Yeah. So, there you go. The showers. We should talk about the showers. Oh, did we? are there showers? Yeah, and they made them. Next up in hour three, Portman Showers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They constructed showers for people to use. Absolutely, yeah. They wow, made these PVC housing, and then they've got pipes and hoses and great shower heads and mm. hot water. Yeah. Oh, hot water. Hot that water. That is pretty amazing. So for those that of us that could be better than Porkfest. Whoever went to Porkfest, you go into this little house where the floor is certainly just all feces. <laughs> yeah, really. I've never showered at Porkfest. Even, I've chosen to not shower. Even for like though a week. we provided twenty some. Plungers. Over twenty plungers. Oh, it was no. there was still that. poop everywhere oh. every year. Oh no! It's, it's just all gross. feces before the toilets even start overflowing. <laughs> it's just that's what it is. It's about half an inch thick and brown. Uh, so eventually, after Bring people get there, sandals. the toilets start overflowing, and there is no uh, hot water in the shower, and the shower heads are. Useless. They're, they're non-existent. They're, yeah. It's just like you know, uh, it's like a mist. A spout I think I was there one you. year, and it was like mist came out. Yeah, there was not enough water to effectively bathe in. So, and I, also there are spiders, many, many spiders. So I came here saying, uh, well, you know, it's going to be roughing it for four days, but that's a good thing. It builds gratitudes for all the things that I never even pay attention to having in my life. So if I have to rough it to be on site the whole time, interacting with all these great people as much as possible, if it's a minor trade-off, whatever, I'm happy to make it. I like to camp. I like to be able to sleep outside. Sleeping outside is one of my favorite things to do. And then I go into the shower. And he brings some plastic bags and ruined it for everybody. What were the plastic bags? Call back to a prior plumbing problem <laughs> that oh, you had. Yeah, indeed. So um, going to do the shower, and it's like tons of hot water. I'm outside. I'm outside. I can see trees almost while I'm doing this through a little slit. Mm-hmm. And there's just hot water, tons of it, pouring on me. It was glorious. So, uh, MPL Fest, it's hard to say, mplfest.org, if you're listening in the future. Yeah, come next time and do this a is, show This for is a me. destination, if I'm using <laughs> that word correctly. This is a destination. An attraction. So that's it. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you very much, everybody, for actually listening to this fucking ridiculous live edition of Portman Show, go to uh, portmanshow.com slash VIP and sign up for as little as five bucks a month and uh, you get like uh, fucking over not not over, but almost exactly ten years worth of content of just this, this, this this is, this is it just this, this nah. does this count as a show? this counts as a show thanks everybody, have a good night!
Earlier today, I told a man, may you jizz wherever you go. That is a beautiful idea. Oh, I like Tom Woods wrote, would you stop contacting me? <laughs> I'm famous. I'm too fo famous due to COVID. Andrew wrote, who is Tom Woods? <laughs>